together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to read and reflect on the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians, chapter 4, verses 1 to 8. Brethren, we beg and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that as you learned from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing, you do so more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and in honor, not in the passions of lust like heathens who do not know God, that no man transgress and wrong his brother in this manner, because the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as we solemnly forewarned you. For God has not called us for uncleanness, but in holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not man, but God, who gives his Holy Spirit to all. I like this reading in the most beautiful way. We beg you in the name of Jesus, as we had taught you, to walk in a way that pleases God. As something powerful. What does the Lord ask of us? If you go and read Micah chapter 6 verse 8, what does the Lord ask of you to Act justly, to walk tenderly with your God. But this is what Paul says to the community towards the end of this first letter. He said, everything that I've ever taught you, everything that we've ever done in your presence, there's only one thing that we'll want you to remember. Just do what God asks of you. Try and live a life that is pleasing to God. And to, to some degree, that's what I think is being asked of us. That with everything that is going on in the world, how do we make a distinction between those who believe in God and those who don't believe in God? And most likely, we are to make it by how we live our lives. You know, there is a story that was told to me that during the World War, the, the Americans had captured the Japanese and the Americans were losing the morale. They didn't want to go and fight anymore. And so the soldiers who had captured these Japanese as prisoners, they paraded them on the streets. And as they paraded them on the streets, obviously they were humiliating them and they wanted to destroy everybody, but to boost these Americans, to show them and to show the people that 
they had done so well. But among these uh, American soldiers, there was this one particular soldier who was a bit different. He never treated these prisoners like prisoners. He was, he was kind to them. He cared for them. Uh, and so he he would go and, and he'll give them a, something to drink. He will make sure that they eat. And so one particular day, this American soldier was talking to this Japanese soldier. And he asked him, do you know Jesus? And the Japanese says, no, I don't know Jesus. He asked him, well, you don't believe in God? And he says, no, not really. I don't believe in God. And who is this Jesus, by the way? And, and, and the American says, well, Jesus is the Lord. He's our God. And the, the Japanese said, you know what? I don't know your, your God. I don't know your Jesus. But if he is anything like you, I also want to believe in him. Those words are powerful. If he is anything like you, I want to believe in him. And so what, what Paul is asking of us is to live good, genuine Christian life. You know, if we are to be honest with ourselves and look at the culture, the life, the community, the society we live in, you know, we live in, in, in countries where God has been silenced. You know, in our schools, especially in certain schools or government schools, they no longer pray. If you want to pray, you, you do it privately. Uh, we hardly use the name of God in policies, in constitutions. We refuse to acknowledge the presence of God. We want to become politically correct. We want to become relevant. Uh, we want to be inclusive. Uh, we, we want to make sure that everybody else is not offended by the belief in God. No wonder why the world is in its state. We are running away from the truth because we want to please people who want to be included. We run away from the truth because we don't want to offend people and their views. And so St. Paul is asking us an important question. Do I still live out my faith? I'm not talking about imposing one's opinions, one's view on someone else, but living out the faith as best as I can. You know, Mother Teresa said something absolutely powerful. I'm not asking you to be a Christian. But if I see a good Hindu and there's something I love in Hinduism, I'll take it. If I see a good Muslim and there's something I love in Islam, I'll take it. If I see a Buddhist and there's something I love in Buddhism, I'll take it. If I see something beautiful in African traditional religion, I'll take it. And hopefully if there's something that you love in me being a Catholic, being a Christian, 
I hope you can take it. That is something that I think we we called to do, to be, to live that which God has given us. And, and Paul says, we haven't been given the spirit of lust, but we've been given the spirit of obedience, of being clean and pure in the eyes of God. And so with everything that is going on in the world, there's still this great challenge to remain faithful to God. To remain faithful to the cause. To do that which pleases God. To remain relevant to God and to God alone. And for me, that, that makes the huge difference. Because it allows us to to see what God is doing in our lives. Because if I, if, I'm, if I remain open to God, if I remain relevant to God, then he can use me. But if I shut God out, how do I expect him to use me? How can I pray and hope for peace? How can I pray and hope for justice if I have denied the author of justice himself. Then when Paul looks at this church, in my hearts of hearts, he wishes that they remain faithful to God and every other thing will make sense. And that is exactly what I believe is relevant to us in our lives, in our days. Remain faithful to God. And God will bless us, will bless our families, will bless our children. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.